this church has not changed. It remains the word no more. Let me say this over and over again. The word no more. There is nothing as important as the word. And this is the reason why our core emphasis has remained the word. Sincerely, nothing is wrong in this church until the word is wrong. Take it from me. Wrong to you in this church till the word is wrong to you. It's wrong with me till the word is wrong with me. Nothing is out of place in church until the word of God is wrong. Word of God, when you come to church, your business in this church is to hear the word. Part as your only business. Hallelujah. The word of truth, the word of confirmation of Christ's death and resurrection. The word not come to pass, the word came to pass. Not come to pass, the word of God came to pass. Hallelujah. At you on prayer, and as began to delve into prayer, I'll go last week, with the aim of making you see the practicable importance of a productive prayer life Christian. That you learn the prayer culture from the ministry of Christ. Learn the prayer culture from the ministry of Paul. On Wednesday, there is nowhere in the Bible that the New Testament believer is admonished to pray to Satan or pray against Satan. Something I have preached not once, not twice in this church. Preached the Bible revelation of um, spiritual warfare. And it's not just here. I did not just start to preach spiritual warfare this year. I've been preaching spiritual warfare now for a very long time. People's response or attitude, sometimes they even say it verbatim. When I preach like this, or when they hear that this has been my opinion concerning warfare, has been, I will soon see what the devil will do unto me. Is wondering the kind of position that the average Christian has towards the devil and told God. And, and, and I'm wondering, I told you to present to you the word of God Almighty. About ganging up against Satan, I mean with Satan against me, saying, well, we're going to see what Satan will do to you. And I'm preaching to you the word of God about your victory over demons, and you gang up with them and you say, we'll see what demons will do to you. Well, I'm still waiting. I've been preaching since 1989. Actively, I've been preaching since 1986 from my A levels, but I began to preach boldly in 1989 as a full fledged preacher. And I'm still waiting for the devil and his agents. For, for situations not peculiar to man or common to man that is about to manifest in my life. It's what the man Peter says in admonition to the Christian. Are you sure your hair? Is this steadfast in the faith? First Peter five nine. 
Knowing that the same afflictions, the same, the same discouraging, discombobulating afflictions are peculiar to human beings on us. The reason why you are going through troubles is not because the devil hates your face, it's because you live on earth. As a Christian, whether we like it or not, I know that the Bible tells us at first, first John 5 and verse 20, uh, verse 19, that the entire earth lies in the laps of the wicked one. And one version says, the, the world is asleep on a pillow comfortably in the laps of Satan. But all the same, whatever happens on this earth are not peculiarities of satanic injuries to the Christian, they are peculiarities of this world. Count it all joy if you fall into manifold temptations, and this is because you are on earth. James chapter 1 and verse 2. So, at First Peter chapter 5 verse 9 it says, Whom resist steadfast in the faith. I'm touched. I feel something moving in my heart, in my mind rather, each time I see this kind of admonition. God doesn't say, pray all night long against Satan. Doesn't pray, doesn't say, pray all night long against your enemies. God's word doesn't say, go on a mountain and fast 25 days to be able to clear satanic um, um, input in your life. I'm certain conscious that we are not God conscious. And I'll tell you the truth that a consciousness of Satan is a lack of consciousness of God. It is impossible to be conscious of the victory of the cross and be conscious of the defeat of satanic devices. It is impossible to be conscious of the victory of Christianity and also be conscious of the defeat of demons. Ladies and gentlemen, that we have celebrated demons in the church is a direct thing to prove to us that we lack a consciousness of God's victory by the cross of Jesus. When you celebrate Satan, you lose consciousness of God. It is simple in your same mind to exalt Satan and God. And because the church has exalted Satan, we simply do not have a consciousness of God. The consciousness of Satan and the consciousness of God are mutually exclusive. They are not inclusive. It is impossible to be conscious of the devil and his antics and also be conscious of God's mighty ability and victory he gave to you. If you are conscious of how wicked the devil can be, how drastic can be in your life, you lack a consciousness of God's conquering ability on the inside of you by the cross. I have made up my mind the same way you fear Satan to reverence my God. I have made up my mind the same way you pray against defeat to thank God for victory. It's a choice. Say, well, I don't know if I'm possessed of demons. I say, well, I'm possessed of God. For them, it's a choice. The Federal Republic of Nigeria, up to now, there's freedom of expression. There's even this other one that has been signed into law. Freedom of information. And you say, I have a demon. I say, I have God on the inside of me. The same way you are free to say, the devil is working in my life. I say, God is working in me. The same way you can say, I, I don't know what the devil is doing. I say, I know what my God is doing. I know where my God is taking me. I know. Oh, hallelujah. You may not know, but I know. For I know him whom I have believed. My Christianity is beyond this church. And beyond our friends there and our enemies, if we have friends or enemies, that Christianity is based on an encounter. I and God Almighty. Are you in church today? Key. <laughs> oh, 
what prayer is. Let me quickly teach you prerequisites of an answered prayer. Times you say, Pastor, this was exactly what you preached yesterday. Well, I'm preaching it today again. The same verses, the same sermon, the same word of knowledge, the same revelation. Yes, by the Spirit of God. Tired of the word, you have backsliding. Tired of hearing the same thing again and again, you have backsliding. In fact, it's in, in, you see, good ministry. Good ministry is defined at first, um, Four and verse six. If thou keep the brethren in remembrance of these things, that shall be thou shall be a good minister of Jesus Christ, nourished up in the words of faith and of good doctrine, whereunto thou hast attained. It's in reminding them over and over again you are actually doing good ministry or you are being a good minister. So I want to remind you again and again and again. Prayer means. For an answered prayer. Prerequisite for an effective prayer. A prayer that does not take no from God. Said prayer. A prayer that achieves much. In this church you will notice for a while I had knocked certain demonic, rising, divisive, and deceptive ingredients that we have lined up as prerequisites for an answered prayer. I've, I've hit them on the head. It's asking old men to pray for you. <laughs> asking kids. The black, the halt, the lame, the Muslim, the Hindu, the herbalist, the virgin sister, the virgin brother. Death don't mute. To pray for us. Get his stammerer to pray for us. Someone who stammers God. God has answered him. Sentiments have nothing to do with the truth. Sentiments have nothing to do with the truth. Let God be true. And all men be liars. Let me quickly show you something one more time. Because I don't want your vain religious posture to in any way enjoy your heart to a confidence because the confidence is vain and you get nothing from it. Chapter 10 verse 1 My brethren, my heart's desire prayer to God for Israel is that Israel may be saved. For Israel, that Israel may be saved. And this agitation right now in the Middle East is a serious agitation against Israel. World news. It's a serious agitation. The Taliban, the Afghan government, the Pakistani, the Palestine, and everybody around that area. And Iran, what we call Iran, particularly have ganged up against Israel. And the general consensus is that Israel will be saved, whether they like it or not. Well, if you support them. <laughs> to defy unnecessarily to this Abrahamic covenant that was removed for Christ's covenant. The salvation of Israel today is not in Abraham. The salvation of Israel is in Christ. Now, if a Jew does not accept Christ, he goes to hell, no matter who he is. 
Arabic covenant has no ground of standing in God's sight anymore. It been set aside. Israel was blessed in Abraham. Today, humanity is blessed in Christ. And unless Israel is blessed in Christ, Israel is doomed to hell. You must tell them. Glory be to God. Chapter 10. My heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they might be saved. I desire that they might be saved. Verse 2. For I bear them record that they have a zeal of God. Have you seen it? Zealous. Zealous. Only ignorant. There is no time I look at this verse that I want to reconsider my Christianity lest I'm running in vain. Of reassessing himself and communicating the gospel he preached in secrecy to men of repute lest he had been running in vain. It is possible to run in vain. It is possible. First Corinthians 15 verses 1 through 4 to believe the gospel and believe in vain. It is possible. It is possible. It is very possible. 15. In vain. They do worship me. Teaching for doctrines and commandments of men. It is possible to serve God in vain. It is possible to be in church and waste your time and do nothing. And get nothing and get nowhere. It is possible to serve God in vain. It is possible to think you are serving God. But you are serving church. It is possible to think you are born again. But you are born into your church. It is possible to think you have met Christ. You have only met your church doctrine. It is possible to think you have met Christ. But you have only met your church style. You have met your church pastor. You have met your church leader. You have met your church ideologist. And you have never met the God of the church. You may serve the church of God till you die. And go to hell because you never met the God of the church. It is possible. Romans 10. Brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God for Israel is that they might be saved. Which means Israel is not saved. Let nobody give you Israel is saved. Israel is not saved. Verse 2. For I bear them record that they have a zeal of God but not according to knowledge. They know so much and they know nothing. 3. Tell us their defect. Their, their very serious challenge. For they being ignorant that is deliberately ignorant that this word ignorance here doesn't just speak of being being um into where you don't know here he speaks of a disregard it's it's stubborn ignorance which is an outright disregard because they have an idea of god's righteousness but they have disregarded it they have deliberately set it aside they have seen it as a useless thing to take the option. They have refused to follow the rule. They have refused to walk in the way of God. They have refused to accept it as bona fide. They have refused to accept it as God's divine way. God's divine way. They have refused to accept it as the acceptable way. They have refused doggedly and deliberately to accept it as God's own idea. 
they have refused and rebelled against God's will. By choice. Being arrogant have deliberately disregarded God's righteousness. And they have gone about to establish their own righteousness. Something here last week. I did some kind of um, extrapolation. I, I stretched I stretched a verse of the Bible to a coverage that you may not clearly see from the Bible, but by the principle of that scripture, that verse of the Bible in the context of rendition, I stretched that verse to cover and include seven other things that it would include, include in its practicable workings. I used, I, I did this to Galatians 2 and verse 21. I do not, Paul said, frustrate the grace of God for if righteousness cometh by the law, then Christ is dead in vain. And I stretched it to prayer. I stretched it to fasting. I stretched it to things you do to win acceptance before God. I stretched it to cover your view of yourself, your perception of yourself, your self-confidence. I even stretched it to mean to speak to us about access we have. Already have our faith. And I will delve into Romans chapter 5 and verse 1. Therefore being justified on the grounds of faith, we have peace, we have reconciliation, we have mercy and propitiation, we have a harmony with God by our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Let's do this other one today. Romans chapter 10. Say, I was interpreting, I said, I'm stretching the coverage so you can see what it means. I never said I'm trying to interpret it in my own way. He said, all verses can be stretched. <laughs> I just use that to describe what I'm doing to it. You understand, don't you? I pray you do. Romans 10, 3. For they've been ignorant of God's righteousness and going about to establish their own righteousness. Listen up. For example, I'm ignorant of how prayers are acceptable to establish how prayers must be acceptable. I have not submitted to how prayers are acceptable. Disregard what God is saying about me. And I set up what I know about myself. Regard God's final word about my spiritual status. Disregard God's final word about my victory in life. Disregard where God says I am. I disregard who God says I am. I disregard that I have what God says I have. I disregard I am who God has made me. And I go about to establish for myself what I think is ideal that you fit for Christianity. And for this, I have set aside the truth of the word. I have built for myself my own kind of righteousness. Humble. Second Corinthians 5.21 For he had made him to be sin offering for us. I said the word sin there is sin in the King James but in the originals it's offering for sin. It's impossible to make a man sin. That's not logical. Christ was made an 
offering for sin. Christ wasn't made sin. How would God have made Christ sin? Who was harmless, undefiled, separate from sinners, and made higher than the heavens. God must have made him an offering for sin. This is why some other versions have that place, sin at 2 Corinthians 5.21, rendered sin offering. For he had made him an offering for sin. Sin offering for us who knew no sin that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. And I have said to you in this church, I have said all righteousness by the works of the law are unacceptable in God's sight. And that you are not righteous until now. That the only thing you have is this. You have God's righteousness imputed to you by nature. You have the gift of righteousness. Romans 5.17 calls it the free gift of righteousness. The gift of righteousness. You have a gift in your life right now. It is called the righteousness of God. The righteousness of God has been attributed appended and given to you by God. You have this gift of God. Listen up. Disregarding this status that God has given you and attempting to establish another status that will get righteousness in the sight of God is to build for yourself a kind of righteousness acceptable and to disregard God's righteousness given by Christ's imputation. Religious norms. We have acceptable ways that God can be pleased. Man is so proud. We have built for ourselves acceptable rules by which if we were God, God would be pleased. But we are not God. Churches do. Churches close their Bibles and they formulate right ways based on their human perception of how to please God. So now there are policies of physical holiness that is just right. If God, if God will be righteous, yes. If God will be good, he said, if God will be God. Because these things you are doing are if God were a man. Do you know what churches are doing? Churches are doing like if God were a holy man, just man, a holy pure father. This is why we, we, we call him daddy, we call him popsy. We view God as a man. Now if God were a man, what these churches are doing to please him may just be okay. But God is not a man. Look, look at something very, very, very mind-blowing. He says, God cannot even be worshipped with the hands of men. Neither is he worshipped with the hands of men as though he needed anything. Now, is he worshipped with the hands of men as though the hands of men make him God? God is not God by our praises. God is not God by our works. God is not God because we love him. God is God, was God, has been God. His existence gets beyond our existence. Before existence came to reality, God was. Before time and tardiness, before date and the years and the number of hours came to existence, God existed. Before eternity came, God existed. Before the past came, God existed. He is more eternal than eternity. Listen up. Eternity to us is a time relative time. But eternity to God is his personality. Hallelujah. You say, what did I just say? Let's go on. 
Romans 10, verse 3. For they've been ignorant of God's righteousness and going about to establish their own, their own, their own prayer scheme. Pa must change hands prayer scheme with some scriptures to make it biblical. Just do. Churches have formulas and formulae. They have scriptures to support. If you trace church sermons very well and you listen very well, you will discover that the bedrock of most sermons are human experiences. They only use verses to support. When they preach, just hear You see that they have verses and verses, but the very core, the very inspiration to this sermon is an experience. Over the years, why the better pastor is the older pastor. Yes. Sometimes you are being judged for your age. For your looks. Now that the world has entered the church fully and personally dominated the church liturgies, you are being judged for how worldly you are. You are being judged for how rich you are. You are being judged for your looks in society. How Who, who you are. You are being judged for your status. Even if you are a thief, once you have the money now and you are a child of God, oh, bless the Lord, God is using you mightily. Core of Bible teaching is the truth in Christ Jesus as established. Being ignorant and going about to establish their own have not submitted themselves unto the righteousness of God. Take this to prayer. They have been ignorant of prerequisites for prayers and going about to establish for themselves prerequisites for prayers have not submitted to God's prerequisite for prayers. Example. <clears throat> Prayer should God answer. This is a man. A. He's a holy malam. In the church, pious, popish, sacred, impeccable, faultless, flawless, righteous, forthright, upright, good, kind, merciful, compassionate, benevolent, gracious, orderly, clean, pure, godly, spiritual, divine. Pastor, not just as a pastor, he's an archbishop, he's his daddy, he's our daddy. He got everyone here saved. Ace, another Christian, B. This guy is Katankeros, vile, evil, bad, malicious, defamous, wicked, cruel, empowered by sins, a murderer, a thief, a liar. An abominable person in our sight. Prayers of these two men should answer. A shade of doubt. No sensible human should choose man B. A is the man that God cannot say no to. 
some of us are actually not confident in our prayers. It is because we feel there are some humans who have attained some scary status in God's sight that when they say ha, at least God must catch a cold. For example, the pastor of a church of 100,000 members. The pastor of Holiness Church, Tabernacle of Christ. You see, I, I was just thinking of um, something that is, that is happening now. Several years ago, Mata King rebelled against the Catholics. Reformation, what has been popularly called Protestants, broke out. The Methodists, the Lutherans, the Baptists, the Anglicans were primary, they broke out. Are universally called the Orthodox Church. Churches are non Orthodox. Today, we call Anglican, Baptist, Methodist, etc. Orthodox. But this is not the world definition. No, 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 it's not. It's our own Protestant kind of definition. It's our own Pentecostal definition, rather. Catholics, the Protestants broke out. Protestants, the Evangelicals, preaching salvation, broke out. Evangelicals, the Pentecostals, preaching baptism of the Spirit, broke out. From the Protestants, Pentecostals are various movements. The prayer movement, the faith movement, the healing movement, the groaning movement, the holiness movement, prosperity movement, and several movements. What do you think led the Aladras to know wearing shoes? Holiness, the holiness in certain churches where they don't wear earrings, the cool neck, they wear round suits, is what led the Aladras and the Celestials to know wearing shoes. They have taken their holiness to another leaf. A church without shoes. Today that has taken holiness to a very good level. They coach without cloth. They come naked. The holiness to another level. Let's get it right. If the church where they don't wear earrings and they don't wear good clothes is holy, then the church where they don't wear shoes is holier. And the church where they go nude is the holiest. No, no, simply, simply. Sincerities. Where you think coming with your earrings and ring is will defile you and the house of God. Somebody removes his shoes. Somebody else comes without cloth. Holiness in the highest order. If God must answer prayers, then God must answer their prayer, or God is wicked. When a man comes to church, nude before God, the way he was born to the world. At six years preaching the word of God. They are on television. YouTube. The church of the naked people. And women.
men in church. I did not say in the dark. They even had a crusade covered by, covered by the press. A crusade. Taking their holiness to another level. That's all. And some are still coming with a more powerful and stringent demonstration of holiness that God himself will bow. They go, the Catholics, the Catholics called the Anglicans and the Protestants back. Released a press document that the Catholics accepted the Protestants. Of the Protestants agreed. The reformation that brought about the breakout of the Protestants were set aside. 1999, the Catholics accepted the Muslims. So, bona fide recipient of the kingdom of God. There is the United Nations effort at a single religion. It is called interfaithism. Interfaithism or unifaithism, where the idea is all religions of the world are equally valid and they all lead to God. Muslims now, now, as I talk to you, as I talk to you, the Muslims the warrens or the witches, the Hindus, or the Jews, the Habalists, the Christians, or the Catholics, or the, the, the existentialists, and several thousands of other religious representations in the world have regular meetings for a single religion on earth. Perfectism. Get there. We didn't get there over the night. We got there by compromise. As Christianity was compromised on our love for worldliness, on our tolerance for the gods of the land, on our tastes for, for the things of this earth, our explorations of science, our desire for advancement, for equity, for justice, outside Christ, we became compromising. We are so compromised now that we are looking at a common religion. Generation of Obama of US. They were Christians. They were Jews. They were Muslims. They were homosexuals. Public prayer was made by a Christian. The second public prayer was made by a Muslim. The third public prayer was made by homosexual. The fourth public prayer was made by a witch for Obama. A witch. Ladies and gentlemen. Who, who should we accept? This man is vile and bad. This man is good and righteous. By our own formulation... Without a shade of argument, God should answer this man. That's ground of assessment is not our ground of assessment. God has concluded all men under sin. 
32. He has concluded all men under sin. You call him righteous? God calls him a sinner. You call him good? God calls him a sinner. You call him merciful? God calls him a sinner. You call him kind-hearted? God calls him a sinner. You call him merciful? Patriotic? Compassionate? You call him pleasant? You call him upright and fortunate and impeccable and floodless and, and faultless and flawless. You call him good doing, well-mannered, well-behaved. You call him right-hearted, right-spirited. You call him okay. God calls him sinner. No man on earth. Ecclesiastes 7.20 That sinned not and doeth good. There is no man on this earth, God says, that is righteous, that sinned not and do. There is no man. I'm not setting things on the head in this church. Our grounds of justification, grounds of assessment, is not God's grounds of assessment. Our own ground of judgment is not God's ground of judgment. He says, You look on the outward, God says, I look at the heart. You look on the outward, First Samuel 16, 7 and 8. But I, God, I look at the heart of man. I am God who judged the heart. It is God that knows and judges the heart of man. You look on the outward, God looks at the heart. Thou God, Acts one twenty four, who knoweth the heart of all men. It is God who tried our hearts. First Thessalonians 2 and verse 4. 27. And he that shattered the hearts. He that searched the hearts. We look at the heart, what God looks at the heart. And God says, the heart of man is deceitful. The heart of man is corrupt. The heart of man is desperately wicked. Above all things, you can know it. A man can know the things of a man, save the spirit of man that is within him. First Corinthians 2.10 For even so the things of God knoweth no man, but the spirit of God. No man can know the things of a man, save the spirit of man that is within him. Are you going to me today? Romans chapter 10 Verse 3 For they have been ignorant This is deadly here This is it's not an excuse here Because it's a deliberate rebellion against God let's, let's look at this progress And then I'll make serious progress quickly Ignorant of God's righteousness And going about to establish their own righteousness have not submitted themselves unto the righteousness of God. For Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone that believeth. This is God's own way. What are the prerequisites for an answered prayer? outstanding and basic prerequisite for an answered prayer is salvation. As are answerable because you are saved. First things first. You know, we don't emphasize salvation. We don't. I tell you, I fasted seven days. And something happened. Unbelievers. Psalms 
must then fast. Okay. How do you explain the Ramadan fast? Do you know, certain pastors have no explanation for what happens at the fast. Have a respected pastor in this nation, a very respected pastor who said, even our brothers are fasting. A Ramadan fast that coincided with their own fasting. He said, even our brothers are fasting. So, the Lord has put upon Nigeria the spirit of prayer and fasting. Even our brothers. God's hands are weak because a Muslim is fasting. <laughs> now tell me, tell me, if fasting is it, then Muslims fasting is acceptable. It is. Did you hear me? Fasting is it, then a Muslim's fasting is acceptable. Some of you cannot argue, you can't argue that because it's just right to you. And a, a righteous, a righteous, you know, I tried to use this analogy somewhere and I was sure what I found. I said, I said, then a righteous, a, 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 a impeccable, impeccable, flawless, good, precious, uh, and clean, godly Muslim is going to heaven. They said, yes, of course, where will he go? I'm not even sure. A sinning Christian and a righteous Muslim who makes heaven first. You don't know. I'll tell you what you think. You think it's a Muslim, but it's only salvation that saves, not works. But the works of the law shall no flesh ever make heaven. Tell me this one more time. Is not going to hell because he sins. Man's going to hell because he's a sinner. God was the one who made man. But the treason of man, iniquity, and the sin nature entered into man's life through Adam. He said, All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. All men have sinned and come short of the glory of God. All righteous men have sinned and come short of the glory of God. There is none righteous. Oh, no, not one. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Romans 3 and verse 10. Every man you see that is good in behavior has fallen short of the glory of God. Every righteous person you see, who is good and well-mannered has fallen short of the glory of God. Every child born into this world is born to the situation and status of man where he has come short and fallen short of the glory of God. All men are sinners by nature. Christ's sacrifice Christ's sacrifice that God intended will remove sins. It is Jesus, Romans 1 and verse 5, that washes us from our sins. Take this from me. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. All men by nature have sinned and come short of the glory of God. To Christ, Ephesians 1 7 says, In whom we have redemption. 
even the forgiveness of our sins according to the riches of his grace. Colossians 1.14 In whom we have redemption, even the forgiveness of our sins. First Peter 1.18 For as much then as ye know, you were not redeemed with corruptible faces of silver and gold from your vain conversation received by tradition from your fathers, but by the precious blood of Christ as of a lamb without spot and without blemish. It's only the blood of Christ that redeems from sin. Any man not redeemed by the blood of Christ is a sinner by nature under God's wrath. No matter who he is, no matter where he comes from, no matter his attitude, his tendencies, his behaviors, his ways, his work, his words, his talk, his speech, no matter how gentle or humble, no matter how kind or compassionate, no matter how godly or fortunate, once the blood of Christ has not cleansed you, you are not cleansed. Fasting is it Then the Muslim stands to be justified Muslims are very stringent with fasting Some they are extremely disciplined with fasting To keep off alcohol for one month Womanizing Keep off womanizing Keep off tobacco Inhale Keep off smoking or smoldering at the 30 days, they celebrate with liquor, with women, and with tobacco. And God must answer. Because evil Christians say when you fast, God must answer. Evil Christians say it. Whatever you do, once you fast, God must answer. Evil Christians say it. Say it. Pastors say it. Our pastors tell us, when you go and say, Sir, I've been looking for a job for the past 8 years. The man says, Wait. Mm. Fast three days. So, once I can fast three days, whatever I do, God must answer. Christians use fasting to cleanse their sins. They use fasting to bribe God. They use fasting to mandate God. They use fasting to punish God. They use fasting to scare God. They use fasting to embarrass God. They use fasting to insult God. They use fasting against God. They use fasting to rope God. They use fasting to abandon his nature while he sleeps. Fasting is to hypnotize God. Many of us fast and say, God, do it. We ask God against his will to do what he will not do. Fast in the churches to break an existing relationship between people we hate. That she has spoken to me, he spoke to that sister. You fast to break it now. It is God's will they are together, but when you fast, God is under. God says, hey, What will I do now? This relationship they told me before they started, though, but this one is fast. What will I do for he, for our fasting? God breaks his will. Fasting is our greatest weapon, it is even greater than Christ Himself. To us, fasting is more than God. If fasting is it, then the Muslim is justified to me is the grand prerequisite I said it is salvation yes are answerable because God now knows you you are now free to talk to God because God now knows you before you were a nobody here Proverbs 15 8 the sacrifice of the wicked is abomination to God. But the prayer of the upright of
of the righteous is his delight. Call the wicked now. Well, on the grounds of the earth, the man that does wickedness is called wicked. The man who walks upright is called upright. By God's definition, the man born to this earth, wherever he is, is wicked. And the man born again by the Spirit of God is called righteous. The ways of wicked are an abomination to God. But God loves those who followeth after righteousness. Thing I keep hammering in this church, the Lord knows those who are here. Within the frame of charity, our lust for money, our greed for membership, our greed for membership. Come on, you pastor who wants your church filled and not heaven. Most pastors want the churches filled, not heaven. They have no interest in heaven. They are satisfied with having churches filled with unbelievers. Jubilant unbelievers who can never make heaven. They cannot because they don't preach to them about heaven. Pride doesn't preach about heaven. Prosperity is not about heaven. Making money is not about heaven. Having a child has nothing about heaven. Miracles don't preach heaven. The pastors who just come and gather 20,000 to you to have money and, and amass wealth, they will die one day and leave for unbelievers to spend. Or Jehovah's not be raptured. Who will remain on earth? Be on earth and be burnt with fire because they are not raptured. Salvation is the prerequisite. God, I can talk to God. I'm saved. I'm a child of God. Amen. Galatians 4 verse 8 and 9. But now you are sons and if sons, you are heirs of God through Christ Jesus. You have received the spirit of adoption, not of fear. Father, Father. That's where prayer becomes powerful. I'm a child of God. God hears me. That's the ground. That's the most powerful ground. There is nothing as powerful that makes prayer effective as salvation. Whose prayer is more effective? A pastor or a Christian? Whichever of them is born again. But I mark them. Listen, in this church when I talk, I don't make mistakes. When I ask me again, because I know what I'm saying. Please stop me if I make a mistake. And I know exactly what I'm saying. A guy two seconds old. And a pastor two thousand years old. Whose prayer is more effective? Whichever of them is a Christian has prayer power for being a Christian. Prayer is more effective. My old 67 years old, um, 120 years old father, or a tiny person two years old, whichever of them is born again. Acceptance of relationship is in Christ. The power of relationship is in Christ. The power, the crux of relationship is in Christ. The power of relationship is in the blood of Jesus. The acceptability you have of God is in Christ. The welcome, the reception by God is in Christ. Your prayer is powerful because you're a Christian. This is what we don't ever say. Prayers as an instrument of taking from God. Who is God to the unbeliever? It is important. Corinth, the man Paul, they knew they, he knew they had requests. Determined to know nothing amongst them save Christ and him crucified. As much 
as in me is. I am ready, Romans 1.15, to preach the gospel to you at Rome also. I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ Jesus, for it is the power of God on recession. What man needs is salvation. You need your prayers answered. You need to be saved. Your prayers cannot be answered unless you are saved. Don't think of your prayers being answered. Think of your salvation. Your prayer is not as important as you're going to hell under God's wrath. First and foremost, salvation. And if you are saved, this is the grand reason why God answers you. De-emphasize salvation. We have exalted all night prayer meetings, services, for prosperity, our service. Are you born again? We say, you fast. Fast. Eh? You, you don't fast. You don't fast. Ah. Teddy, bye. Where are you saved? <laughs> Is your name in the last book of life? Are you a child of God? Do you have the nature of God? Are you a son of God in the kingdom? Have you been called nigh by the blood of Jesus? Do you have the spirit of God on the inside of you? We don't ask all that they are. As far as we are concerned, flimsy things. Salvation. Uh, salvation is the first thing. What do you mean? Salvation is the first and the only thing. Nothing more. Let me say this to you. Salvation is the first and the only thing. There is nothing more you need to get to God. It's the only requirement. Of the Bible is in the context of salvation. The entirety of the New Testament is in the context of salvation. The entirety of the appearance of Christ, the fulfillment of the Word of God, is in the context of salvation. The Bible is A to Z salvation, nothing out of salvation. It is the first and the last. The only encounter you need with God is salvation. The first and the last. No more, no less. Don't look for salvation. Yes, I'm saved. Oh, it's great. Two, three, how shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation? Great salvation. Prayer? With prayer? Salvation. The great anointing service? Doesn't say. Great power must change hand service? Doesn't say. Great binding and losing service? Doesn't say. Great deliverance, meeting it says, great salvation. Salvation. How shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation? This is what the Bible calls it. Describes salvation as great. Majestic and magnificent. It's great salvation. There are sometimes in no people are not the people of God. Chapter 2 10. At a point you didn't obtain mercy, but now you have obtained mercy. This indeed of men, but chosen of God and precious. The Christian is precious to God. 
is no name given among men under heaven by which we must be saved but the name of Jesus. Acts 4 12. Assures to God Almighty. Nothing under heaven precious to God than the redeemed by his blood. The heavens and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness upon the face of the deep. There is nothing under this earth, I mean, under heaven or on this earth, precious to God than the new creature after his own nature. You and I are precious to God. Built up a spiritual house to offer to God spiritual sacrifices. Chosen generation. Nation. A peculiar people. A holy priesthood. Important prerequisite of prayer. This is the only ground under which God attends. Possibility. Other things said outside Christ is nothing. It's a useless thing you are doing. Clinical prayers amount to nothing. By interfetisms are demonic. Prayer offered by Muslims hold no water. They are useless prayers. Offered by old men are rubbish. By neonates or, or little people or kids are nonsense. Offered by elders are useless. Prayers by kings are a waste. The gray hairs is a useless thing. The only prayer acceptable to God is a prayer offered. Christ. Christ. Something very important here. God's gospel, ladies and gentlemen, four. Four. Just gospel chapter four. Gospel chapter four, verse twenty-one. Jesus saith unto her, Have you seen it? Are you, have you seen in your Bible? John 4.21 Jesus saith unto her, Woman, believe me, the hour cometh when ye shall neither in this mountain nor yet at Jerusalem worship the Father. Worship ye know not what. We know what we worship. For salvation is off. It's for, he says it's off the Jews. It comes by the Jews. Doesn't say it's for the Jews only. It's of now it is of the Jews to all men, including the Jews themselves. Have you seen it? Salvation is for the Jews to all men. Now cometh and now is when the true worshippers shall worship the Father in spirit and truth. Father seeketh such to worship him. To call all the relationship of, of Israel with God. I want to show you something in the Bible that I, every time I read it, <laughs> praise God forevermore. Are you sure that you are here today? Right. And Chronicles chapter. 20. Hosaphat and his army. 
Chronicles and chapter 20, I want to show you something. So show you something at the dedication of the temple. I'm going to show you the power of praises there. And relationship with God. I wish I could show you the worship of God in Leviticus. Yes, I have to. I have to. On on um day or Sunday, second service. I'm going to show you worship from the book of Leviticus. Oh, Chronicles. Are you in church? Chapter 20. And if by Sunday I don't don't think I've forgotten. It's just that it's unnecessary. So you don't say, you see, Pastor, I know you will forget. Well, and if I forget, I'm just a man like you. I can't. That's not a sign that God is not true. No matter many of you say, hey, you see, you said you will remember, you remember. That means God, God doesn't lead. That's stupid. Okay, mistake doesn't mean God doesn't lead. It is not confirmed or validated by my rightness. Neither does it cancel out by my errors. I made a mistake in your life. It does not change the fact that God leads you. Please. Don't be quick to cancel and say, Ah, I have made an error, therefore God doesn't exist. You are too out of your mind to say that. He does exist. Let God be true. And all of us here are liars. Amen. Second Chronicles chapter 20. Come to pass, verse 1, after this also, that the children of Moab and the children of Ammon other beside the Ammonites came against Jehoshaphat to battle. There came some that told Jehoshaphat saying, There cometh a great multitude against thee from beyond the sea on this side Syria, Syria and behold they be in Zazon Tamar which is Engedi. And Jehoshaphat fed and set himself to seek the Lord and proclaimed a fast throughout all Judah. They gathered themselves together to ask help of the Lord. Even out of all the cities of Judah, they came to seek the Lord. But I know you know the story. And proclaimed a fast. God gave him the victory. So, the Christian in his fair must fast and God will give him the victory. Or else, just like the Muslim in his fair can fast and God must give him the victory. Just like the witch can fast and God must give him the victory. Just like the herbalist can fast and God must give the victory. And he gave Jehoshaphat and the Christian, he must give the witch and the Muslim. Yes. Oh. The ship that Jehoshaphat had with God related a blessedness for humbling himself through fasting. Relationship the Christian has with God stipulated a blessedness by faith in Christ, which he got already. Christian doesn't need to seek the face of God. He found the face of God in Christ Jesus. It was Christ who sought the face of God and found the face of God and found the faith of God and bestowed upon the Christian. The Christian doesn't need to seek the face of God. He found the face of God already. 
I'm careful to sing. I seek your face. I seek your face. I've never seen. I sing your praise. I sing your praise. For there is no higher calling, no greater honor. You know, because seeking the face of God, if not clearly understood in the light of redemption, will be, will mean to seek God's attention, or God's approval, or God's power, or God's blessing, which is anti-Christ. For in Christ you are blessed, and approved, and accepted, and adopted, and taken to the beloved of God. In Christ, you have it already. You won't seek his face. Christ sought his face on your behalf. You found the face of the Lord. The favor of God was unleashed upon you. The peace of God was given to you. The power of God has been put on the inside of you. You don't seek his face. You sought his face. But if you say, seeking his face is praying. Alright. Seeking his face is singing to him. Okay. You must get it in the context of what you are saying. Been to me according to your word, according to your promises. It has been to me. It has been to me according to your word. It has been to me. It has been to me according to your word. It's a past tense in your life. It has been to you. God's word has been demonstrated in your life. Hallelujah. Chronicles chapter 20. And Jehoshaphat stood in the congregation of Judah and Jerusalem in the house of the Lord before the new court. I'm going to read this at the end of this place. I trust. Through the what I want to preach from here. First. This is not my sermon tonight. Chronicles chapter 20 verse 17. You need to fight in this battle. Set yourselves, stand ye still, and see the salvation of the Lord with you. O Judah and Jerusalem, fear not, nor be dismayed. Tomorrow go against them, for the Lord will be with you. The Spirit of God hath spoken. Jehaziel, the son of Zechariah, the son of Benaniah, the son of Jael, the son of Mathanai, Levite of the source of Asaph, from verse 14. Seen and Joseph bowed his head with his face to the ground, and all Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem fell before the Lord, worshipping the Lord, and Levites of the children of the Kohathites, and of the children of the Kohites. Stood up to praise the Lord God of Israel with a loud voice on high. And they rose up early in the morning and went forth in the wilderness of Tekoa. And they went forth, and as they went forth, Joseph stood and said, Hear, O Judah, and ye inhabitants of Jerusalem, believe in the Lord your God, so shall be established. Believe in his prophets, shall ye prosper. Testament, it is believed in Christ, you shall be saved. Being established in the Old Testament or prospering has nothing to do with salvation. This spoke of physical prosperity in Bible days. Salvation is in Christ. Verse 21. And when he had consulted with the people, he appointed singers unto the Lord that should praise the beauty of holiness. And as they went up before the army and to see 
Praise the Lord for his mercy endure it forever. This was their anthem. Oh, they didn't know too many songs. They were not music crazy like we are in our day. They sang only one song that meant so much to them. Song of praise and appreciation. They didn't sing about themselves. They sang about the Lord. Praise ye the Lord for his mercy endure it forever. And when they began to sing and to praise, the Lord set ambushment against the children of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Sire, which were come against Judah, and they were smitten. They were smitten. It's Jehovah in the holiness. You know what happened at the dedication of the temple? They won't stand. Easter. By reason of the cloud that had descended upon the house. They could not stand to minister. Was, was, was powerful, was beautiful. At Second Chronicles chapter 7, chapter 8, at the end of the church, I mean the service, are you here? That you are here. At John chapter 4, Verse 23. And now is when the true worshippers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. What this means, it means until this time, all the worship of God was false. Accorded God through Moses, through Abraham, through Isaac, through Jacob, Elijah, Elisha. Solomon, major prophets, big man upon the face of the earth, Noah, himself, they are false. It's acceptable not to God. Prerequisite to an answered prayer is salvation. A prerequirement for prayer is salvation. If you are not saved, you are on your own. Second Timothy 2.19 Nevertheless the foundation of the Lord standeth sure. Has he, the Lord knoweth them that are he. 6. The way of the ungodly is not so. For the Lord knows those who are his. Those who are his. 1.8. The Lord knows them that are his. Those who are his. Fundamental. Tense. By faith in the disconfidence wherein we stand and rejoice in the glory of God. Acceptance. We have we have the ground. Oh God. Romans chapter 5. Exalt salvation. Let's stop. Your prayer is not as important as your salvation. You are so proud. You you exalt your, your, your prayer power. <laughs> you exalt your, your, your strength in prayer. You exalt your eloquence. Christians are working hard to become me more eloquent. Many of us think the Lord loves the arithmetic of our prayers. The, the prayers. You know, you know we, are, we are working harder at extra relationship vices to force God to do what relationship will never allow him to do. Trap relationship vices. You are exploring and, and it's it's very annoying very annoying when in relationship you are employing 
extra relationship personalities of vices to force you to be obedient or subject to relationship. Extra relationship vices. Extra friendship vices. friend you go to visit regularly and because you don't have much with you each time you visit this your friend he gives you food to eat and you always appreciate it you're always thankful my friend I will never forget you in my life don't worry when the story of my life is written without poverty or riches I will remember you for good and he says always oh, what are friends for it's this day you don't you are not fit to find your friend and you send to your friend you say I'm sorry I can't make it today please just send me two cups of gary because I'm weak, I can't come to you. And the man says, no. Come. If you don't come, no food for you. Extra friendship vice to put you in bondage to do even what you cannot even do, what you won't be able to do sometimes. You don't come to you anymore whether I'm hungry or, or, or fed. Extra relationship vices to force God to do things. We don't even think of God. We just think of the man. I, I think that if I pray, God will not serve me for the kind of person I am. So that God must, our pastor, who is very holy, is a pastor. God will not answer me, but God must answer the pastor. So I write a prayer request for the pastor. Yea, also, I'm the only one God will not answer, but every when they shout God, He must answer. So I put the prayer request in the offering basket. Since I don't know who owns the prayer request, God knows me. God will say, as He's marking the scripts, say, Who is this? He means your husband? All right. Right. God will know I'm the one. Lie to God. Like lie to men. We lie to men like we lie to God. We even lie to ourselves. Prayer request because we feel there are some people who cannot refuse. And if there is anybody whom God can refuse for being God, but whom God will not refuse for the state of things, it is the Christian. The most powerful person that has the most Powerful appeal in God's sight is a Christian. The most powerful, the most authoritative, the strongest person with the strongest appeal in God's sight is a Christian. Authoritative person that has the, the right appeal in God's sight that God will never refuse is you and I who are called believers. The strongest imploration is the imploration and mercy in Christ. The strongest word is the word of God's mercy. The word of sonship. The word of reconciliation. The word of salvation. The word of faith. The word of acceptance. The word of eternal life. The word of grace. As a ground Romans chapter 5 verse 1 Therefore, being justified by faith We have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ By whom also We have access by faith (laughs) Us cannot get the kind of access Faith gives Us cannot get the access Faith gives works, gifts, physical righteousness, cannot get the access faith gave. Your personality, poor, rich, cannot get the access faith gave. Words are meaningless in God's sight. 
except you're a Christian. Your beautiful, fanciful words, your your elitistic words, your 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 your, your graduate, postgraduate, grandiloquent expression of grammar, your professorial eloquence, your presentation of good words have nothing to do with God. God is not a man. He doesn't judge by physical things. He doesn't judge by human standards. He is God. His only standard is the access by faith in Christ. Your good words cannot give what access by faith gave. We have today in grace, rejoicing in the hope of the glory of God, could not have come any other way. I today, verse 9, Romans 5, much more than, be not justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. We shall be saved from the wrath to come. Have you seen it? Through him. The wrath to come. For if when we were enemies, you were reconciled to God by the death of his son, much more be reconciled. We shall be saved by his life. From the wrath to come. It's by Christ you and I join God through our Lord Jesus Christ by whom we have now also received the propitiation, the reconciliation of what the King James calls the atonements. Atonement. Reconciliation. What atonement? Reconciliation for God. Right? Of an answered prayer. Atonement of an answered prayer. Salvation. If you things in salvation very important called the big elements of salvation big elements of salvation said are answerable before God yes are presented before God because we are saved now I'm serious telling the basic elements of salvation the requirement for you as a Christian than something that salvation was an achievement salvation was an achievement it was an achievement it was it was a work done thing happened we cannot deny it took place it just was changed your life was transformed. Your deliverance was wrought. Your redemption was offered. Endowment was given you. Your justification was wrought. Righteousness was imputed into your spirit. You were saved. You were given the life of God. You became blessed. Traveled some years ago. Traveled differently. Different parts of the world. They only met at the station. Pray. And in some countries, running by train, you could drop off a train, join another one. Several complicated rails. Train. Some of them 
with such speed, almost like the speed of an airplane, almost so fast. Underground bullet trains. Trains had been apart for several years. It's in one of the coaches, one of the train train and places. They just in the train they were met in one of the train rooms in the coaches. A sits. B up. He got up. Traveled after the end of a full day. Friend B got up. I mean, while they traveled, friend B got up to get to get some food for breakfast. Later, he jumped again to get some snack, some refreshment. A sits without knowing, knowing friend, the one that was hopping around the, the train coaches. Sits had a pack of popcorn from some distance that had become wet by rain, but it was just munching it every second. I mean, every hour. Very hungry. God didn't make him as angry. Person that was just jumping off his seat in a restless way. Can a keen look at the person discovers like an old friend. So the cinema discovers he's the one. It was a wonderful time of reunion. They moved seats and they sat together. Sat very hungry. I was struggling with his pack of wet popcorn. That pop, he was now flat corn. Rushed, got lunch, got snacks, got refreshment, got drinks, came back, sat down. He went again, got dinner, and kept getting food. Friend, his other friend was like, so when he was getting to night and, and he was now dying of hunger, begged for food from him. That person that, look, I'm hungry, I don't even know what's happening. So, the felt that was nothing began to share with him. Get the food, come, give him some crumbs. Get the food and they were just enjoying the thing together. Come day you're caught to his, his other friend. But come to think of it, is it that you are too lazy to go and get food or why you have been sharing my food now? Hi Moji, why? What's this? Huh? Actually, we've been apart for long. You don't know what's wrong with me. You see? The problem is that uh, actually is very bad. When I came to this this tray, I was able to pay for my transport. I did not bring food. I only have this popcorn. I've been to him. Food I've been eating, fully paid for. It's in your receipt. It's been fully paid for from the beginning. Means your food has been there, fully paid for. You are here languishing in abject. Penury, poverty, and misery. It paid, paid in food. Because as you got on this train, your your ticket is for full payment of your breakfast, your lunch, your dinner, and all the food you will eat, and all the refreshment on this train. History suffered, suffered all the way. His friend enjoyed. Got to their destination, no harm. But he somehow look like many Christians today who don't realize that the package of salvation is all encompassing. It's God's beautiful brightness in Christ. The heart of God's masterpiece and God's benevolence, God's kindness to humanity, God's graciousness, God's love in demonstration, God's power.
power for bestower, God's sonship guarantee and gift, God's reconciliation and seed of sonship within us. And yet, there are many languid and dying like unbelievers, dying in the midst of plenty, struggling and scuttling for nothing in the midst of plenty, seeking men as intermediaries where they already have been given acceptance in God's sight. Number one prerequisite I said is salvation. Within the scope of salvation, you must understand the basic element of your salvation. You are blessed already. And paid. Fully, fully paid. Fully. Students and undergraduates in university campus, there are some things fully paid for. Yeah, yeah. A feed students walk the way they walk because they are born of it. I've seen, I've seen the pride with which university students talk to people that were not in university. I've seen it before. With which they address people that were not in university. I've seen it before. Even hundred level students struggling in school. I've seen how they are dressed. They are contemporaries who are not in school before. I've seen it before with my eyes. No. Doing now? No. Oh. I can't see. Oh boy. Do now. At the mercy of God, don't worry, my child. Kind of disdain. I've seen me before. Pain with which they handle people who thought cannot enter school. I know where you got it from. Most people at 100 level, 200, have this feeling that nobody else can enter school. I've seen it before like this. The feeling, nobody else can enter school. They, that's the feeling they have. Amazed at Tolu's life. It's not because he's here. This guy is a master student. Folks in this church who have masters who say nobody else has gone to school. Nobody, say, nobody here went to school. You are all dollars. This guy is a master's degree holder. You cannot know. You would think he's from Jerusalem. This man is not Christianity. This may just because it may be because he's afraid of us. Maybe. So be humility of heart. I've seen before. I've seen the disperse in which students on campus address others who are not there. Say ah ah. We are you think he will not enter school? What, what, what makes you think so? Such pride not come upon them because they hate those people. It's because they've been given a privilege as students. A privilege. It's a privilege. Bad masters in this church, how would you do? PhD. If you're a medical doctor in this church, and in there, a professor, what if you have a million? <laughs> that you have 10 million, forget it, you will stop coming to church. You put your hand on my nose like this and rubbish my head off the stage because you have something you never thought you could get all your life. That business, having a master's is just the beginning. Having a degree is becoming obsolete. You must move up. Otherwise, the degree status is overcrowded. You become a teacher of a primary school in your village for a degree. You cannot very, very soon. 
the outstanding kind of elite pride that comes upon university students is there because they've been offered provisional admission. Students go back home and insult their parents. They become the kings at home. They teach their parents wrong things. They tell the lies about school. Lies about science. Lies about discovery. Lies about fees. Some people ask monies for biology. Three books, three subjects, three courses by 20 lecturers. Graphy, six books. You, 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 you've, you've been given something. True that when you enter campus, you are battling, you are struggling to leave school. I know it even sometimes very, very horrifying when you start failing courses. But basically, you've been offered an admission into the school system which doesn't come cheap. Doesn't come by wishing for it. Is the very beginning you entered the system because something happened. Something happened. You qualified. You had creditable credentials. You had acceptable results. You were offered an admission on the grounds of something that happened. Something happened. We cannot deny. Just in case you stole the result at Oluwole, Lagos, and you paid some money for it, something still happened. From what we can see, you are a bona fide registered student. Something happened. Township on campus is always based on the thing that happened. Always. Example, you get to class, maybe the, the third, fourth lecture as a student. And your name is Jack Robbins, Jack Robinson. Try attempts to take a record or a call of the role. Well, how many of us are here? We are, there ought to be 20 students, so we are all 20, okay? So please let me just try to find your names. And uh, if you run through 19 names, you are the one left. Alright. Jack Robinson responds. Robinson, he gets confused. He says, okay. Your phone somehow. It begins to identify you based on your phones. And, and they are left. He says, What is your name? You say, Jack Robin. Called you, you said, I'm not one in your book. Two men lead him out. He say, I'm not Jack Robinson. My name is Oluwole Kayode. Then you are not registered here. He begins to check the archives for the possible trace, and if there's no trace, I say no more. Good sight of an answered prayer is salvation. Good sight of an answered prayer is understanding the basic element of salvation. It's it's so important. Many things you are praying for that are wrong. You ought not to pray for many things you are praying for. They are wrong. A style of prayer from Bible, an ideal prayer from Bible. The Bible teaches prayer. Prayer is not to be based on what I need, but on Bible stipulation. Like I told you here on Sunday, uh, I mean on Wednesday, I said 
It is not the will of God to pray against demons or witches or wizards or Satan himself. It's not God's will. It ought we to resist steadfast in the faith. Whom resist steadfast in the faith? Two things and close. First Timothy. 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 Think I have said in this church that it is wrong to shout when you pray. I have said in this church it is wrong to shout when you sing. Said, whether you shout or you talk quietly, it is wrong to say nonsense. Understand? And I've said to you in this church, the way to pray is to pray beneath your breath, asleep on your seat. Don't think I said, don't hop around and kangaroo and shout. I never said this. I only said, whether you are sleeping, laying down, or gallivanting one edge of the room to the other, don't say nonsense in prayers. Nonsense. Things against the sense of redemption. Nonsense. Because it invalidates the value of redemption. Sense prayers. Whether you shout or you talk quietly. To check what redemption allows first. Maybe you should keep checking it so that your prayer is not done in vain. You should keep checking what redemption allows. For example, it is senseless to ask God for what he has given you. For example, it is senseless to ask God for what he will never give you. For example, it is senseless to ask God for more of what he has given you. Because when God gives his gift, God gives his gift without measure. Whatever God gives, God gives permanently, God gives eternally, God gives irreversibly, God gives irrevocably, and God gives without measure. To ask for more of the things of God is to blaspheme God's gift and without measure. John 3.34 But now, let's look at 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 17. Now, unto the king eternal, immortal, invisible, the only wise God, be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. In 1 Timothy chapter 1, this charge, I commit unto thee, son Timothy, according to the prophecies which went before on thee, that thou by them mightest were a good warfare. Ah, mightest by them were a good warfare. Into prophetic declarations of the will of God in Timothy's life and ministry was spoken by the laying on of hands of the presbytery of the elders of the church. The Timothy and the spokesman was by, by divine utterance of God's will in his life and ministry this thing and what God is going to do in your life Timothy wow a good warfare a DME <laughs> a warfare <laughs> wrestling body slam of combat this one is this one is war Ogun 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 serious battle to battle to battle the devil to stand still. Jehovah is your name. Jehovah is your name. 
Tin Batu Great Emmanuel Serious battle Christian battle And don't believe in warfare Because you cannot battle Until you need spiritual muscles The strong muscles of battle Is salvation To battle you need spiritual armory The spiritual armory Is salvation to battle, you need divine power. The divine power is the arm of God you have on the inside of you. To battle is to be a child of God. You must be a child of God to battle. And the battle is fierce. It is stiff. It is tough. It is hard. It is difficult. It is it is cruel and harsh. It is dangerous. Uh, like somebody will say, danger fool. Battle. Ingredient of battle is holiness. Ingredient of battle is fasting. The third ingredient of battle is the blood of Jesus. The fourth ingredient of battle is the oil. This revelation I'm giving you is not in any other church. God gave me this revelation as the only man of God on earth. All other men of God are not men of God. I'm the only one left. <laughs> men of God are the only one that are going to hell. All others are making heaven. They are always the only one. Don't say here. Well, that one is just trash. Just a trash now. Verse 19. What is a good warfare? Look at the Bibles. What's a good warfare? When you get home, plead the blood. The blood of Jesus on your shoe, on your shirt. Battle or warfare is not suspicion. <laughs> suspicion is not warfare. Suspecting a witch everywhere is not warfare. How many of us conscious of witches? We make a witch of people. Time and harvest is going to come. It's when you make a witch of people, they will soon make a witch of you in a disgraceful place. See, I said it. Harvest. Some people enjoy making people witches and wizards. They will soon make you a witch at a place of disgrace. It's a defamous, malicious evil and wickedness to call somebody a witch. It's, it's, it's defamous. It's malicious. It's wickedness. Witches. It's, it's wickedness. So in seed that will go, die, and you will eat the fruit. It's a picture fall into it. Why a good welfare? You are sensitive. Some folks say they are sensitive. They are very sensitive. They are sensitive. Sensitive. Like people who have lost their senses, they're agitated. We see them, we just see them looking around. Moves are suspect. They look at your leg and, 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 and cross your fingers like this. So, leg, anyhow, you're in trouble. You can't be your friends. You can't work with them. You can't work with them. You can't bless them. You can't stay with them. They are too suspicious of demons because they are demons themselves. Sit comfortable in church. They can't. At every move. Small. Back to sender. Back to sender. Hey, small thing. Reject it. Suspicious. What a good warfare. But you are only sighing. You have been physical. You will soon be worn out. Until you wear your skin for your wickedness. 
iwon gbe koto ta mo kama jasinu efura wa so the way you 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 wrap your enemy you cheer your own flesh red horns for our enemies like the tortoise and the elephant we dig you know some of us are so wicked we dig holes for our enemies we dig and dig and dig until we ourselves are covered by the hole go to beg beg before tie oh le jade mo fun ra e with your enemy that even you have become an enemy also was deal with our enemies we go so far we lose christianity we go we backslide fighting the enemies we lose christianity we lose god's consciousness we become occultic you now seek occultic you have to use their cloth use their money you use contact points to reach them you go so far Seeking an enemy, you forget God. <laughs> Steps in the church, you, you part the sand and take it to a malam. See the sand. Guys, what have you achieved? What have you achieved? Also, you live on that and not die. Four years old. You should stay more and go to <laughs> Maybe Christ will have gone by. Come and the one eighteen, nineteen. I fight a good warfare. Attend warfare service. No, says. Have you said it in your Bible? This is God's prescription. Holding faith, right, and a good conscience, which some having put away concerning faith, have made a shipwreck. Holding what? Faith. Good conscience. Holding faith first. The Bible. And a good conscience is a product of faith. It is not a good conscience or attitude outside faith. It is the product of faith. Holding faith which gives birth to a good conscience and attitudes. Hold faith and the attitude of the works of faith. Hold faith. First Timothy 6, 11. But thou, O man of God, flee these things and follow after righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience, and meekness. Fight the good fight of faith. Fight Batu. Oh, Batu. The devil. Oh, hey. The devil is here. Oh, oh, hey. Satan is at Abuja. Oh, Satan. Satan lives at Asorok. Oh, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Lord. Am I in the church? There's a lot of drama to watch these days. See? I'm saying <laughs> there's drama to watch in the church. See, did you just hear what I just said now? Did you just hear what I just give an example? Now? Because vain, deceitful, ignorant, and demonic prayers to be said because God must be a liar, the devil must be exalted. There are many agents of Satan in the world, they are all over the place. Against God, they, they do it deliberately so that. God will lose ground, the devil will be exalted. That's the plan. See, the plan. Don't be don't be deceived. Don't think it's ordinary. First yeah. Timothy 6 12. Fit the good fight of faith. And please. Prayer band. Prayer band. Prayer band. What are you doing? Our businesses are suffering. Prayer band. Hey. Yesterday, brother X lost a contract. Two days ago, brother, why lost sales? Prayer band leader, where is he sleeping? No wonder. At ease in Zion, the devil is having a field day because he's asleep. Men sleep, God doesn't sleep. 
<laughs> Men's redemption cannot sleep. The power by which I'm who I am cannot sleep. Hallelujah. <laughs> Jesus. First Timothy 6 and verse 12. Fight the good fight of faith. Fight the good fight of faith. Fight, fight, fight. Oh, fight. Shut up. It's enough. You have emphasized the fight. Who are fighting? Mm-mm. Context. Warfare. Warfare. There is war in the heavens. There is war. Warfare. War. 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 No, no, no. How do I want the warfare? Faith and a good conscience. Having put away concerning faith, I've made a shipwreck. Fight the good fight of faith. Come to church every Saturday and pray and plead the blood and shout, Fire! <laughs> fire! 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 What are you? Every enemy of mercy assembly, every enemy of this church, what are you waiting for? For, 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 and die! 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 Every enemy. Every there is a lot of drama. What has a stake in our lives if you don't know? These things are product of African magic at home video. Acting on the stage, drama. We are not Christians. We are doing Baba's way theater, Baba's Allah. Allah wada theater in church. We are not practicing Christianity at all. We are wasting our time. The good fight of faith. Do it. Christianity is good warfare. Christianity is good warfare. Better Christianity is good warfare. The easiest way to kill your enemy is to be a better Christian. Don't try to kill your enemy by picking the person's material. It won't work. Kill your enemy by being a better Christian. The best way to fight the devil is to be a better Christian. Good fight of faith. Good. All right. The war of words. Assassination of character. You don't need malicious propaganda or calumny. You need to fight the good faith. Don't, you don't have to lie about anybody in this church. Just the easiest way to fight anyone in this church is to be a better Christian. Your campaign will soon stop. This, she did this. He said, the other way people get out, he said, oh, it's enough. What is wrong? People say, like, um, I, uh, um, I see you, I say, hey, Moji. Hey, Mo-. Where are you? What's happening? I want to come and see you. Hey, where are you? I've traveled. I saw you a while ago. I've traveled now. Office, I've traveled in the spirit. You caught the phone. Tired. You're tired of. He said. They said. They said. Talk. Talk about what you saw. What did not say. He said. They said. Hey, well, fight is to be better Christian. When you become a better Christian, enemies will die, including Christians, because it's very where the good battle of Christianity in the flesh. It won't pay you. You begin to add sense to sin. You become worse, a sinner. Fake good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life. You kill your enemies faster this way. Even Christians. When you are that Christian. You say, hold me. Just try to be a better Christian and see how they begin to die. Since what you want is their death. When to thou hast also called and had professed a good profession, before many witnesses. I know that unbelievers say something like, let my enemies live long and see what I'll be in future. But Christians say, let all my enemies die. <laughs> Faculty. Fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life. Your feet. Blessing.
give him glory. Spirit, why? Open your mouth and talk to God. Thank you, Jesus. He deserves all the glory and the praise and the worship. Honor him.